good afternoon. Welcome to Flip Script. Uh, we're excited to have all of you here. And we are recording the call. So if you do have any technical difficulties, I know last week some people had difficulty hearing coming in, and we will send them to you So welcome. I am Kathleen Black, and I am excited to have Andy Harrington here with me again today. Um, Andy Harrington, definitely uh, an expert when it comes to lead conversion uh, inside sales departments, working with online lead opportunities. And for anyone who's familiar with uh, the clientele we work with, I mean, one of the reasons um, we're able to build or help people build uh, large teams so that we can work effectively with that online dreaded cold lead that most uh, don't see value in is really a gold mine uh, for us in our so I will be introducing Andy. He is going to be hosting the call today. If you haven't already, I do recommend uh, that you either put your phone with, uh, on mute, have uh, pen and paper, and I am getting some notes that uh, it's a little bit difficult to be hearing me, so we will switch things up. We have changed to make a better uh, quality uh, call. So we will switch that around at this point. I will transition and let Andy take over, and hopefully you can hear him a little bit better. So Andy has been involved in five uh, of the top teams on the field before he has created inside sales departments or worked on them for several of those teams. And in addition, he has uh, coached with and helped to create from scratch several of the top teams uh, throughout Canada. So very valuable resource. And Andy, I'm going to let you uh, take it over and help us with our lead conversion and our effectiveness from there. Excellent. Thanks so much, Kathleen. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. As always, um, I love to talk about uh, scripts and, and lead conversion. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, <clears throat> today, what uh, we planned on talking about was specifically looking at what type of conversions to expect. Um, kind of for me, what I look at is the uh, myth of that there are such a thing as quality leads. I, uh, I have my clients tell me all the time and I hear realtors talk all the time about this lead is crap or that lead is garbage or this, that, and the other. And I always take a moment to, to talk and say, you know what, leads are never crap. Um, agents and lead conversion skills could be, but uh, the leads themselves are not. We just have to understand what we can expect out of them. Um, so that's what we're going to take a, a little bit of time to talk about at the start of this call. Then we're going to focus in on uh, the uh, buyer objection, I'm too busy to meet. We're going to kind of break down exactly what we, uh, what we say to them um, and get a good understanding of what, what's going on there. And then we're going to do some live role play. I've got a couple of people on the call, I believe, uh, doing live role play. Um, you know, I just want to take a moment here and just see if, uh, Joe, are you, uh, are you on the call? Yes, I am. Excellent. And Zoe, are you on the call as well? So I'm, I'm one for two. That's okay. Um, we'll see if Zoe shows up uh, as time goes on a little bit here. Um, excellent. So for right now, what, uh, what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about the uh, understanding of what, what type of conversion to expect from the different types of leads that you may be using in your business. Um, we're going to start from kind of a cold calling aspect um, all the way up to repeat and referral leads. Um, so when I look at what type of a return on investment to look at in these leads, you can't just simply look at 
What is the conversion percentage? Um, we have to look at a multitude of factors, and we're going to go through all of them today um, just so that we can get a real understanding of what the leads look like, what kind of Canadian averages are, um, and kind of run from there so that we can make a, a quality decision of what type of leads we maybe want to add to our business um, or, you know, a decision on whether or not I'm using the leads to the best of my ability that I currently have. So if we look at uh, the leads that uh, the percentage on conversion, uh, these are percentages that are based off of having a lead in my system and doing the proper skills over a full calendar year. Um, and if I'm doing cold calling, I should be able to um, expect a return on, on conversion of approximately 1% of the phone calls that I make should turn into an appointment over a calendar year. <clears throat> this is something that's been basically at that level for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, you know, it, uh, it's, it's always been that way. It's a, uh, a machine-driven portion to the business. Anybody that knows a good cold caller knows that they can dial like a machine. Um, the next conversion percentage I'm going to talk about is farming. Farming is uh, usually between a 2 and 3% conversion percentage based on the number of dials that we're making throughout the year. Um, unbranded internet leads, so that's an internet lead where they don't know that they're contacting me specifically. Um, unbranded or low branded um, internet leads is around a 15% range. So 15, maybe 15, 17% um, is a conversion percentage over a calendar year that, that we would expect from that. From an unbranded print advertising, so if I'm advertising in a newspaper or a magazine or anything along those lines, but I am not attaching my brand to that, um, I should be able to expect a, between a 20 and 22% return um, conversion-wise throughout the whole year. Branded internet leads, um, so that's when they do know that they're coming to me, um, but branded internet leads where they're maybe going to my head office, so um, whether that be a Remax or a Century 21 or a Royal LePage first, if they're going there and they're coming, the, ending up on my plate, um, I should expect between a 30 and 32% return um, on conversion. Um, from a branded internet lead where they actually go to my website, it's 38% to 40. Um, then we've got branded print leads where it's a 57% average. Um, referral leads from a business-to-business -business referral type network, um, you should expect a 75% conversion. Referral leads from a client is 93% plus and repeat leads is 97% plus. Now those last two stats for me is just a, a statistic company trying to be uh, very careful um, and never saying 100%, but if you're losing your repeat business um, that you're actually making the, the proper calls to, then you, ha you have something kind of uh, internally to look at. Um, and same for referral leads. Um, we should be really, really high. Um, and the problem that I see with a lot of people real estate wise is that they are used to dealing with repeat and referral leads. Um, they get onto internet leads and then they start going, well, all these leads are crap because I'm used to a 93 to you know, 75 to 97% conversion. And now I'm at a 15 to 40% conversion. And if that was just our, our only way of looking at this, then that would be a correct assessment that obviously repeat and referral leads are better. However, those leads are dramatically higher in cost. 
Repeat and referral leads from uh, a Canadian perspective cost between $200 and $400 per lead. Um, we would make that trade all day if I could buy, you know, uh, more than enough repeat and referral leads for $400 a lead and turn them into a check, you know, 97% of the time. Definitely a worthwhile venture. It's why it's something that, uh, that we should be maximizing as, as often as we can. However, as we move our way down the list, um, we can see that branded print leads um, cost between $120 and $150 in Canada. Uh, branded internet leads um, from a uh, first-party scenario where I'm advertising myself branded of my own accord um, to my branded website between $15 and $30 per lead. Um, it should be where I should expect my, my, my marketing budget to come in at. From a third-party lead like a Remax uh, or Century 21 or Royal Page or um, that type of a lead, it should cost me somewhere in the two to seven dollars per lead range. Unbranded print leads, fifteen to twenty dollars per lead. Unbranded internet leads is a seven to ten dollar range. Um, farming, we get fairly high cost again, between anywhere between 50 and $120 per lead. And cold calling leads obviously cost us nothing. When we look at all of that, and we start to compare those two statistics together, that's when we can start to see that the most cost-effective way to do business is through branded internet leads to my own branded website. Um, we have a fairly decent supply of leads that we can get through the internet from that scenario. Um, although we will get more leads from unbranded internet uh, sources, um, the fact that the branded leads will convert at a fairly high, a much higher rate, and that they they don't cost substantially more, that is our number one uh, cost-effective way of doing business currently. With that all in mind, that's why, uh, for the most part, for the next while on, on Flip Scripts calls, we're going to focus on dealing with calls coming in from a, uh, from a internet source and exactly how are we turning those into a face-to-face -face appointment. The last thing in, uh, when looking at the quality of leads that we need to assess is the amount of time that it would take for us to book that appointment. This is where internet leads are now something dramatically different than we've ever had in our business before. In the real estate world, every other lead source that we've had, um, this internet leads is completely different than. They're not cold called leads because um, we're not, we're getting people that are raising their hand they're interested in doing something. However, what we need to have happen is an understanding of exactly who these people are, that they will take a period of time to be ready to book appointments. Okay, so cold calls, we're really just fine-tuning and trying to find just the person that's you know willing to meet with us in the next 10 to 14 days because of the sheer volume of people. In an internet source, they're all interested in doing something in real estate. We have to try and figure out what their timing is. Anything else where we've had that in our business, they've been a whole lot closer to making a move than they are from an internet source. I 
always uh, kind of reference uh, uh, a hunting reference. Um, I wish I could come up with a nicer one, but uh, but I haven't come up with one. Um, but our repeat and referral leads, if we consider as a hunter, would be we were hunting, we're sitting up in our blind, and the the deer comes and stands, you know, five feet away from the blind, uh, just munching away, never saw us, never did anything. You know, we're going to take the shot every day. Um, we're going to take that deer home and we're going to eat. Um, but internet leads is a deer that's behind three trees and four bushes and all we can see is just their ear. Um, if we take that attacking mindset that we might take in a repeat and referral scenario <clears throat> or even an ad sign call scenario and put it onto an internet lead, right, if we take that shot, all we're going to do is scare that deer away um, and we're not going to get another chance. So that's why the scripting that we have built, the, the script books that you guys have access to, all really focus on trying to coax that deer into coming in closer so that we can, we can do our thing. We're just trying to make sure that we make a, a client that is comfortable, that they start to build rapport uh, with us, that they start to trust and love us. So when we go through our scripting, that's, the sort of scenario that we're looking for from a unbranded or branded lead from the internet. We need to understand that the chances are that it's going to take anywhere between six and nine contacts before we ever actually uh, book an appointment with this client um, that we're going to do our best to continue to provide service um, without giving away the farm, without, you know, setting them up on daily emailers. That's not what I'm going to do. I need to meet with them to do that. So I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to provide, you know, some level of information, and I'm going to provide a friendly environment when I'm on the phone with them. I'm not going to push them too hard, uh, and and that's something that's that's a big difference between a lot of the scripting we may have done in the past to dealing with internet leads. So when we start to talk ab about objection, which is objections, which is really going to be the main focus of the next number of weeks of calls, um, what we need to remember is is that that objection handling. Is that client telling us that they're afraid of something? Last week, we talked about the buyer offer. And if we do the buyer offer properly, we learn that what they're afraid of is meeting with us, not the information that we have available. So when I then get an objection, I know that what they're kind of afraid of is meeting with me. So that gives me an understanding of that I need to start to work on building rapport and building trust. When I get an objection, in general with the scripting the way it's set out, you're going to face that objection um, at the time that you've asked for the appointment. We're going to go through our opening questions, talk to the, to the client. Um, they may throw up something that may possibly become an objection later, but in general they're not objecting to anything because there's nothing to object to during that time. So I'm not handling any objections at that time. I'm just taking notes. I'm learning about the client. Um, that in itself is going to set us up as different. It's going to set up that friendly environment that they're willing to say things to us 
and not think that we're going to jump down their throat with an objection handle right away. We then follow from there to the buyer offer. The buyer offer they're going to say yes to the vast majority of the time. We then close for that appointment, and that's when they're going to start to bring objections to the forefront. When that happens, um, they're going to come up with there's, – there's only about 14 things that they're going to ever say, okay? And we have the answers to all of them. And the better that we know all of these answers – the better, the more comfortable we're going to be when we're on the phone with them. When they bring up an objection and we calmly handle that objection and follow a script and follow a plan, that's where, as a real estate agent, we're going to become more, much more comf- comfortable, much more confident on the phone. We're going to be able to make more dials. We're going to talk to more people. And frankly, we're going to book more appointments. When they bring that objection, we're going to do one of three things, or we're going to, sorry, we're going to do three things um, in response to that objection. We're going to first agree with the, the lead. Whatever they said, we're going to agree with them. We're not going to tell them that they're wrong, even though in general they probably are. Um, we're going to allow them to be wrong. We're in fact going to agree with them. We're then going to turn that objection into uh, a solution. So we're going to say, you know what, I understand that this is your problem. Here's how that problem is actually solved by what I have to offer you. Um, And then at that point, we're going to assume that they agree with us and we're going to ask for an appointment again. This is the part where um, most agents start to get a little bit uncomfortable because our, our close for the appointment is going to be the same each and every time. Um, and if I, you know, when I run role plays and you hear it four or five times, it seems weird. And, um, especially, you know, if we do, you know, an hour long of role play and you hear, you know, the same phrase being said hundreds and hundreds of times, it, it kind of freaks us out. But remember that your client is hearing it kind of for the first time, for the first two or three times. Um, you know, they will start to, at points, maybe answer part of that question. So I don't need to do that whole question. I may need to do the next stage of the close, right? So our close starts with really what's better for you, days, evenings, or weekends. They may answer that question and throw out a new objection, where I'm then going to handle that new objection. And then I don't need to ask what's better for you, days, evenings, weekends. They already answered that. So I would go to the next step in that, right? If it was evenings, which evening this week would be best for you? So that's the thought process to it. We've got to listen, and we've got to be able to to respond um, to what they're saying. As we go through this this process of this flip scripts call, we will talk at uh, at length about people coming up with different ways to say the same objection, right? So I keep talking about today we're going to handle the I'm too busy to meet with you objection. Um, that could also be said as, you know, I don't know when I'm available or, you know what, I don't have any time. It's the same thing, just said a different way. The other thing that people will start to do at times is they will throw out multiple objections at once. Oh, I'm too busy to meet with you and I don't know when my, my wife is available, right? So now we have two different objections to handle. My recommendation at early scripting stage is handle the first one and ignore the second one. Let them say it again. 
um, if they need to. Um, as you get on and become very familiar with your scripts, um, you can handle both at the same time, um, but really that's at an expert level. So as you're getting prepped and ready right now, somebody throws out two objections at once, handle the first one. That's the one that's more important to them. And then ask for the appointment. And, you know, maybe they'll ask the second one, maybe they won't. With that in mind, I'm going to go through our I'm too busy to meet with you objection. I'm going to explain exactly what we're saying, why we're saying it. Um, and then after that, we'll do, uh, we'll do a, a live role play or two. And uh, if we have any questions, I'll answer those questions at that time as well. So the objection handle for I'm too busy to meet with you says, well, this was designed for busy people just like you. Having all the information sent to your email makes it so you can check it on your schedule, and it will save you hours simply because you'll have access to all the information about the properties that interest you, including room sizes and even the property taxes. It takes 10 or 15 minutes now, but will save you hours and hours over the time frame that you're looking for your next home. What's better for you, days, evenings, or weekends? To break that down, they say to us, I'm too busy to meet with you. And we say, well, this is designed specifically for busy people in mind, right? This is, we have created this exactly for you. They, we're agreeing that they're busy. We're not saying, hey, you're not busy. Um, you don't know what busy is. I'm a real estate agent with 15 listings on the go, and I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. You don't even understand busy. I'm not going to do that. People don't like it when you do that to them. So I'm going to agree with them. They are busy people and that this was designed just for them. Then I'm going to take, obviously, the biggest problem of being busy is that they can't get everything, right? This, having all the information sent to your email makes it so you can check it on your schedule. And it's going to save them hours simply because they have access to all the information about the properties that interest you. Save them hours. If they're too busy, saving them hours is exciting. It's going to get them all this information. Everybody online wants information. That is a huge uh, power word. Anytime that you see that in a script, information is just power to the, to the person that you're talking to, and that's what they want. It takes 10 to 15 minutes now. They're too busy. They can find 10 to 15 minutes. Everybody can. But we'll save them hours and hours over the time frame that they're looking for their next house. Right? Hours and hours. We're really focusing on this busyness. Okay? This I don't have time. Now, I will take a moment. Um, it'll probably be the last time I really talk about this. So um, remember that it takes 10 to 15 minutes, um, 10 to 15 minutes now, but will save you hours and hours over the time frame that you're looking for your next home. I understand that a buyer presentation takes more than 10 to 15 minutes, that this meeting takes more than 10 to 15 minutes. However, what we're telling them we're going to do is just take down their criterion Taking down their criterion doesn't take more than 10 to 15 minutes. That's step one. Step two is if I ask them for 30 minutes, people will not be able to find that in their schedule. They can't find a half an hour. But if I ask for 10 to 15 minutes, they will be able to find that, and they will book about an hour for that appointment. That is the general rule of how the world works. Um, so that's why we will absolutely say it will only take 10 to 15 minutes now, but it will save you hours and hours over the time from you're looking for your next house in every different handle that we have here. 
I understand the 10 to 15 minutes is not exactly what it's going to take, but that's what the client needs to hear in order to get the great level service that I'm going to provide for them. All right. So with that all said, um, I've already got uh, a question here for later. Um, Joe, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. All right, Joe. Um, Zoe, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Okay, excellent. So I will, um, I will start with Joe. Uh, Kathleen, can I borrow you to be our client? <laughs> yeah, Joe and Zoe, can you hear me okay? We got some feedback that my line was uh, low. Can, can uh, you guys hear Kathleen? I, I can hear <laughs> Kathleen. It's still a little bit low. All right. Can you guys hear Kathleen? Uh, right now I can't hear her. Is she talking? No. We can't hear you at all, Kathleen. No. Do you want to just do it that way? Okay. So we're having technical difficulties with Kathleen's phone. So. Um, Zoe, if I can borrow you to maybe play a, play a client while Joe uh, does a call, um, that will allow me to be free to, to um, make notes and, and kind of work from that perspective so I can give uh, better feedback. Does that work for you, Zoe? Now I'm having trouble hearing Zoe. All right, let's, let's jump ahead. Um, Joe, why don't we, you start a call, I will be your client, and we'll do our best. Okay, that sounds good. So you wanted to, if memory serves, you wanted to do the outbound calling, correct? Yes, please. All right. So uh, you dial me when you're ready. You say ring, ring, and I will answer. Ring, ring. Hello? Hi, is Andy there, please? Speaking. Hi, Andy. It's uh, Joe calling from the JP Realty team. I, uh, I'm calling you today. I noticed you visited my website, and I was just following up to make a quick courtesy call to see that you got the email that I sent you uh, to your personal real estate search profile. Uh, yes, I did. Oh, fantastic, Andy. That's great. Uh, your personal re uh, profile will let you set up your search for price, area, and style, and you can also save your favorites as well as send you new price and new listing updates. Uh, does that sound okay. like a good idea if you were looking? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, fantastic. So I, I guess while I've got you on the phone, Andy, I'm just wondering, how long have you been thinking about making a move? I just kind of started looking. Oh, that's exciting. That's nice that uh, you're, you know, you're taking a look around, and I think the website will help you get a better view of that. And I'm, I'm wondering, Andy, if uh, you did move, do you plan on staying in Milton? Um, yeah, probably. Um, maybe looking at, at one of the out, outlying areas. Okay. Well, we, we definitely have uh, a lot of different options out there. And uh, when do you hope to get this done if everything worked out perfectly? Um, before the end of the year. Oh, nice. That's great. Um, if you found the perfect home, uh, when would you be ready to move then? Oh, um, yeah, no, I would, I would do something immediately if I found the right home. 
Well, that's great. It's exciting when the right one pops up, but, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a little while. And I'm just curious, Andy, are you, are you a first-time buyer or do you have a home to sell? Uh, first-time buyer. Oh, nice. That's great. There's all kinds of uh, incentives for first-time buyers, and, uh, you know, we can send you out some information on that to, uh, to help you uh, uh, to get things like land transfer tax back and some other uh, good things like that. Uh, I, I'm wondering, I know you said you just started, but uh, do you have an agent in mind to help you with your move? No, nobody at this point. Oh, great. That's really nice. Well, Andy, um, what I could do for you is uh, send you daily emails of all the homes that match what you're looking for. Uh, what I'm going to send you will have uh, the address, price, and all available photos, all the information just like I get as a realtor. And it will update you daily by sending you what's, what is new or how to price change the instant it becomes available. Oh, and our clients also uh, get access to power of sale, estate sales, and other great deals. Would you be interested in this information as well? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Oh, excellent. Uh, what we're going to do next, Andy, is all that we need to do is meet for about 10 or 15 minutes to take down your wants and needs. What's the best time to do that, uh, days, evenings, or weekends? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty busy. I, I don't know when I could meet with you. Well, I understand, uh, Andy, that you're really busy. And uh, the neat thing is that we designed uh, our system for busy people just like you. Having all the information sent to your email makes it so you can check it on your schedule and it will save you hours simply because you will have access to all the information about properties that interest you, including the room sizes and even the property taxes. It only takes 10 to 15 minutes now, but will save you hours and hours over the time frame that you're looking for your next house. So I'm curious, is it better for us to meet days, evenings, or weekends? Uh, yeah, I guess... Um Probably on the weekend would be best for me. Oh, fantastic. Now, I, I do have a, a, a time slot at 10 available uh, on Saturday, or, um, or, or we could do Saturday afternoon at 2. What, what's better for you there, Andy? Um, the 2 o'clock sounds good. Okay, fantastic. So I'll, I'll pin you in for 2 o'clock, um, and, and that'll be uh, this Saturday, which, which I believe is uh, the 28th of May. Um, you'll be uh, meeting with uh, my partner, Melanie, and uh, I'm just curious, Andy, is it just yourself that's looking for a home, or do you have a wife or uh, a family? Yeah, no, I'll be bringing my wife with me. Oh, fantastic. So that's great. What I'll do, Andy, is I, I do have your uh, email address here, andy at uh, coaching.com, and I'll send you my details and uh, the office, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you this Saturday. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Excellent. So um, first, uh, I just I want to start by saying thank you so much, Joe, for for volunteering to, to do this. Uh, I know it's a tough room to have to do scripting in where, you know, everybody is sitting there with their script in front of you, you know, just marking down when you say a word wrong. Um, that's always tough. So, you know, I, I, I will commend the bravery um, and obviously – you know the 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 big part of this is now I'm going to go through and I'm going to critique what I what I liked and what I didn't like, um, what you can improve on, and and kind of uh, go from there. I appreciate that. Excellent. So the first thing I want to say is I really liked the the connections that you had. Um, so anytime 
you know, the between question spots um, were very good, uh, right? We had, a, you know, sometimes maybe we went a little long, but I liked that it was very clear that you were listening and interested in me. And that's really important on these types of calls, as I was saying. That was really creating that friendly environment that we need to have. Um, so that was fantastic. Um, from an uh, improvement standpoint, the number one thing that I would work on is my speed. Um, for an ad sign call scenario, I think your speed would have been bang on perfect. Um, but from an internet lead perspective, we want to be faster. Um, there was a number of scenarios where I could have said, okay, great, thanks, and hung up. Um, which, you know, I'm probably, if we've made enough internet lead calls, we know people are kind of desperate to do. So definitely we want to increase the speed a little bit. Um, especially during any of the times that we had a big paragraph. Your buyer offer was done very well, um, but I would increase the speed for it, um, as well as the, uh, the objection handle. We, we said all the right things, um, but we do want to just, uh, just, just pump up the speed a tiny bit. Okay. The, for me, um, and this is going to be a standard that each of you should have for yourself, um, you know, there's no right or wrong answer to that. Um, if I'm talking to somebody at this point and they tell me that they want to get something done before the end of the year, I'm not going to follow that up with the question of, so if you found the right home, when would you buy it? I don't care. That's, you know, to me, I want to meet with you right away. I can either get you to buy quicker or later. It really doesn't matter to me. Um, so I would have skipped that other question, uh, you know, and gotten closer to my appointment. Um, the big focus for me when we're on the phone and I, you know, I think I covered this last week is get that face to face appointment. Um, so that's a spot where, you know what, if it falls in that category for you, great. And, and it maybe doesn't for you, Joe, and that's perfectly fine, right? Maybe if they're not doing something this season, then that's not good enough for me. I need to ask that extra question. And as long as that fits into your personal criterion, great. Um, for me, it was always, if they were doing something this year, I wanted to meet with them. Um, the, when you ask them, do you have an agent in mind to help you with your move? Mm -hmm. The answer to that question is either going to be yes or no, or some version therein. Okay. Um, for me, a yes means yes. Everything else means no. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm getting started. I don't know. I've talked to a few people. That means no, right? So yes means yes. No, everything else means no. If it's yes, I've got something else to say. If it's no, I'm going to immediately go to the buyer offer. That's the one spot in the script where we don't want to have that, that great connection because it's hollow. Um, and the only great thing about them not having an agent is for me. It's not great for them. It's great for me. So it, that response of, oh, that's, you know, really good or what have you is just weird, right? Um, and even I could even tell for yourself, it was like, I want to have something to say here, but I don't know what to have to say. Um, so that's the spot where we're going to go right into, well, you know what I could do for you is, right? Do you have an agent? No. Well, what I can do for you is, right? And it's built to just flow straight through. Um, so that's one that I would uh, would work on. Um, 
other than that, you know, as I say, it was a it was a very good role play. Uh, you know, your your tempo was a little slow for this call, but great for other ones. Um, and and I know it's tough, as I say, on this call because you know you're you're dealing with a bunch of people that are uh, got a micro uh, microscope on you. But I thought you did a great job. I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you very much for for doing that for us, Joe. Well, thank you. I appreciate the feedback. It's great. Excellent. Um, all right. Now, Zoe, are you there? Yes, I am. Excellent. Um, Kathleen, are you there now? I am. Zoe, can you hear me clearly? Yes, I can, Kathleen. Oh, perfect. Okay. Excellent. So let's run a role play here. Um, Zoe, did you want to do the um, the outbound script as well, as though you're calling an Internet lead? Sure. Okay, excellent. So um, whenever you're ready, you call Kathleen, you say ring, ring, and Kathleen will answer. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is Kathleen there to speak with? Yeah, this is her who's calling. Hi, Kathleen, this is Zoe DeCuna from Century 21's Leading Edge. I recently had you register on my website looking for a home in Ajax. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm preparing some information to email you. I have your email address as 123@gmail.com. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I didn't realize I requested something, but that's, yeah, that's my email. Okay, perfect. So, Kathleen, since I have you on the line, um, have you been looking out for a home for a long time? Uh, you can say that, a couple of months, just, you know, just looking around. Oh, okay. And were you planning to move in? the Ajax area, or did you have any other areas in mind? Uh, I, I'm not really too sure. We're considering Ajax, Pickering, maybe even Whippy or Brooklyn, but we're, we're not 100% yet. Okay, perfect. So if you did, have, uh, if you did get that perfect home that uh, you found, how soon would you like to move in? Um, oh, not, I don't know. We're not in any rush. Like, I don't want to waste anyone's time. We're just looking around. Oh, Okay. And um, are you a first-time buyer, or do you have a home for sale already? Um, no home for sale, but we do own a home. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Kathleen, since I have you on the line, are you currently working with another agent? Well, yeah, we know a few agents for sure. We, we have a couple of people, uh, yeah, sending us listings, I don't know, maybe four or five. Okay, and do you have a contract signed with that agent? Oh, no, no, we just, we, um, no, we'll just find the right house for us, and then um, I guess, I mean, work with the listing agent, I don't really know. Okay. So, Kathleen, what I'd like to do is set up a 10 to 15-minute appointment with you with regards to uh, meeting up and um, sending you a daily email of homes that match your criteria in the areas you're looking for. What I'm going to send you is uh, an email that has the addresses, the prices, all available photographs, uh, just like the information that I receive as a realtor, it will update you with uh, only new properties and properties that have re have had a recent price change the instant it becomes available. And by the way, since I have you on the line, I also wanted to let you know that my clients also get power of sales, estate sales, and other great deals. Um, would you be interested in that information? Yeah, if you want to send that to my email, you said you had it there, that would that would be perfect. Like we're super um busy, but I'll definitely look at my email. That would be great. 
Okay. So, Kathleen, I know, I know that um, uh, you are a busy person, um, but our system is actually designed for people just like you. Having all the information sent to you via email makes it so easy for you to check uh, the email on your own schedule. Um, what it does is it does save you hours and hours of time because it gives you uh, information about properties that interest you and also gives you including uh, in information of room sizes or even property taxes. It takes only 10 to 15 minutes. However, uh, over the, the, the time frame, it would definitely save you hours of time. Um, would days, evenings, or weekends be good for you? Uh, probably evenings would be better for sure. Evening. So, would you? I, it looks like I have a time slot available on Friday, the twenty seventh, at about seven o'clock in the evening. Is that good for you? Uh, yes, actually, that would be perfect. That would be fine. Perfect. So, I'm going to pen you down, and you will be uh, meeting with me, myself, Zoe Dakuna, for May twenty seventh at seven p.m. Will everybody involved in the searching process be there with you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, are you going to be purchasing the home by yourself, or do you have a spouse or a significant other? Oh, uh, no, I'll just be purchasing by myself. Perfect. Okay, so Kathleen, I do have your email. I will be sending you um, an invite for the, um, the meeting and all the other information that I promised to send to you, and I look forward to meeting with you soon. Okay, that's excellent. I look forward to meeting you too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Excellent. Uh, so thank you. I'll, I'll again say uh, to you, Zoe, thank you very much. It's always tough to be the first people to, to do these things. Um, so I really appreciate that. Um, we'll go through, I'll, I'll go through kind of where my areas of improvement are, um, talk a little bit about what I liked as well, um, and kind of run from there. Um, once again, I think you did a great job of creating that friendly environment um, where uh, ready to talk to people. Um, uh, the actual speed at which you, you did things was fairly good. I would still uh, make that a little bit faster um, and, and kind of go from there. So a couple of the things that happened even really early on in the call that I would do to, to just help that speed along. Um, number one, I would remove your last name. I wouldn't say that at the beginning. Um, just hide Zoe from blank, right? Um, I People don't know. They don't care. Um, you know, uh, I, as I said, uh, I was uh, I was on a number of different real estate teams over the years doing inside sales. I was rarely Andy, <laughs> even though I told them my name. Um, they would call me by a, a different one by the end. It really doesn't matter. Um, they, you can say it at the end when you said it at the end and put your whole name in. Great. But at the beginning, just your first name will be fine. Um, and then you also had this little pause for them to react. I don't want a reaction from them there. I don't need it. Um, so, right, it's just Zoe from Century 21. I'm just calling because blah, blah, blah. Um, right? Just right to it. Okay. I thought you did a fantastic ignore of, you know, Kathleen saying, oh, I don't recall filling in a form. Right? Good. Let's go on. Right? Just right to the questions. Um, you know what? Um, a lot of times people will say things that don't need a response. Right. And that was one of them. And I thought that was a fantastic job. Uh, you know, it was a very good ignore to that scenario. Um, we had. 
one of the things that I would have said again, right? Um, when we asked, did she have an agent in mind? She said, oh, well, I know a few. That means no. I don't need to ask them, so do you have a contract signed or you know, are you 100% committed to that agent, um, right? I know a few. Okay, great. That means that there's not a contract signed. That's all I need to care about for that question, right? Let's jump on to booking, trying to get the appointment now. Um, I think we had a bit of a tough time in the first bit of getting her on board. Um, so that our offer would have been, you know, I don't know how it would have been perceived in, in, a, in a live call, but it's still probably where I would have gone. I might have, you know, um, I might have asked a, a different question earlier on about, um, you know, if she did move, when would she hope to get this done? Um, was a question that we kind of uh, skipped. That question, I think, might have helped us a little bit. Um, so just be, you know, cognizant of that. Um, when we got to the buyer offer, um, we made uh, a fairly substantial error in that spot. So you started with um, what I'd like to do is book a 10 to 15 minute appointment for this purpose. And at the end, when she objects, we now don't know if she's objecting to the appointment or to the information. And frankly, especially because she was so cryptic at the beginning, I need to know which one she is most afraid of. Um, so definitely that's one where the buyer offer is, you know, well, what I can do for you is send you the daily emails of all the homes that match what you're looking for. What I'm going to send is going to have the address price and all the available photos, all the information, just like I get as a realtor. It'll update you daily by sending out only what is newer, had a price change the instant it becomes available. Oh, my clients, they also get access to power sales, state sales, and other great deals. Would you be interested in that information as well? So I thought you did a great job of that little add-on. Oh, well, I still have you on the line. Here's this extra bit. Do you want that? I thought that was great. Um, make sure that you add the as well at the end of that line. You, you, you didn't have that there because um, the as well keeps them thinking that it's extra, which is good. Um, and definitely don't set up that appointment until they say yes to that. Yeah, I want that. Okay, excellent. What we need to do next is meet for 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, so that's one where um, honestly making that type of uh, a, a switch in the script um, will reduce its effectiveness by a good 70 to 80 percent, um, right? Uh, we would be doing that much better if we, you know, do, the, do that buyer offer in the right order. Lastly, and um, uh, I think really both of us, both of, uh, both of our uh, role plays today did it. When I get uh, days, evenings, weekends, and they say evenings, um, my honest opinion is our next step, step should be, okay, and which evening would be, work best for you this week? Rather than saying, okay, I've got time slots at this one or this one, which one do you want, right? Um, I, I am much – I have a big, much bigger preference, especially with Internet leads, that I want it to be all of their choices as best I can get to. Right, so what evening this week works best? Oh, Thursday. Okay, great. And Thursday evening, what time would work best for you? Right, and then they'll tell me five o'clock. Now, at that point, I'm perfectly fine with us saying, oh, I'm not available at five. How about this other time if something works better for us? Um, but get them to to tell us what they want, right? There's, they're less likely to cancel or no-show an appointment if they picked all the details.
So that's just something that uh, for 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 both of you, um, Joe and Zoe, um, that we can do a little bit different when we get to that spot. Um, you know, I thought you both did a fantastic job of after that appointment was booked, confirming who they're meeting with, confirming the date by adding exactly what calendar day it's going to be, um, right? Because they may not know, they don't do anything on Thursdays, but they may know that on May 28th, I have a doctor's appointment. So all of that was really, really good. Um, so, you know, uh, excited to have people that, that have volunteered to, to do some role play. Um, as we, uh, as we move forward, um, I've got one question that I'll handle here in a half a second. Um, but as we move forward over the, the next coming weeks, we will be doing these calls every couple of, uh, every, every other week. Um, and I do need role players every other week. Um, you can see that I'm not quite so mean. I don't uh, tear you apart. Um, I'm not going to tell you that you're horrible. Um, it's all about a learning environment for both uh, the people that are doing the role play and everybody on the call. So please don't hesitate to send us an email at, um, in, I, it was, uh, Kathleen, is it info at uh, Kathleen Speaks? Yes, info at yeah. KathleenSpeaks.com. Yeah, info at KathleenSpeaks.com. Send us any emails, um, volunteering, and we will uh, we'll set up a time when you can be on the call and do that for us. That would be great. Um, and also, if you have any questions specific to um, scripting, uh, dealing with lead conversion, or anything along those lines, um, please send those to the same email address, info at KathleenSpeaks.com. Um, we had one question this week. That question was, any tips or tricks for memorizing scripts? and making it enjoyable at the same time without having to read them over and over again. Um, there's a couple of different things that you can definitely do. Um, the enjoyable factor is really kind of up to you guys. <laughs> Sadly, it's, you know, it's memorizing a script. Um, repeating it over and over again, repeating it, um, learning it sentence by sentence is probably the biggest thing that I can say to you. Um, trying to learn a paragraph of information is very difficult. Um, but learning a sentence, doing it over and over and over again until you can put the book down, say that sentence um, perfectly, then do the next sentence by itself, and then mesh the two together. Um, that's really, really works well. Um, writing out your script is, a, is another big one. Writing it out and then marking it and being brutal when you mark it. No, I got, you know, I said you instead of I or what have you, right? And really go through and, and check it out. Um, both of those little bits will make it, you know, will make it quicker, which hopefully will also make it more enjoyable. Um, you can record yourself and listen to yourself do it over and over again or record somebody else doing it, um, you know, or, uh, you know, listen to, listen to that. Um, the last thing that I would add, and, and maybe uh, Kathleen can can add a little bit more here is to add some kind of like uh, mnemonic devices. The vast majority of the time that you're doing this, you're going to be on the phone. So I have people that, you know, touch their fingers as they go through the different sentences of the buyer offer, for example, right? There's five basic sentences in there. They touch each finger. That key will actually, if you do that as you're memorizing it, when you do that in, when you're acting, when you're, when you're actually on the phone, it will um, it will help your your brain remember the words that you're trying to say. Um, anything that you can help them with with mnemonic devices, Kathleen? 
Um, I mean, overall, yeah, I mean, Andy's going to be better at the fun component than me. Um, definitely, uh, the, the, honestly, the, the most effective way to learn scripts uh, with all of my clients who have been trying to do it, you know, as quickly as possible in, in a team environment, I mean, just to shed some light, if we're, we're training somebody from the start before they get leads, I mean, the first day they would get uh, the buyer value proposition and they would come back that following day and have that memorized. I mean, it may not be smooth, but they certainly have to know it. It may sound a little bit robotic. So uh, to be honest, some of the tips would be to read it out um, a couple of times and then actually write it out is very effective. Write out the actual buyer value proposition, turn it upside down, try to say it out loud and see if you got it, turn it back over and, and check. You know, did I miss something? Did I get all of it? And keep repeating that process. It's extremely effective. So read it, say it out loud, write it out turn it over, try to say it out loud again, flip it, double check how accurate you were, and try that a, a couple of following times. It, it really it just, it, um, engages with all of your different learning styles and it's extremely uh, effective. It may not be as fun. And I agree with Andy, role play. I mean, say it out loud in, in your car, say it out loud uh, you know, with your coach if you have one. It's, it's uh, really helpful just to get that flow. It's like music. Once you learn the words, it's much more the rhythm, the flow, the tonality, which requires saying it out loud to get that practice for sure. Excellent. Yeah, and um, so for this week, that's that's our call for today. I really, again, want to say thank you to Joe and Zoe. That was awesome. I'm going to say thank you on behalf of everybody that was on the call. Um, if you guys have questions, it certainly is going to help us make sure that we have the right information for you guys week after week. Um, and other than that, uh, we will talk to you guys, see you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Have a great day. Yes, thank you very much to everyone for being here. And also, just to shed a bit of light, we did start these calls um, to assist our coaching clients with extra practice for scripting because obviously, you know, a half an hour, an hour, two hours, whatever our clients have with us a week, um, you know, isn't that long for actual script and role play practice. So we did open these calls up to the public for the first two calls. As Andy said, they are every other Wednesday at 1 o'clock. We will be continuing for the month of, June to continue to have these open to the public. After that, they will be exclusive for coaching clients as well as you will have the opportunity for a very nominal amount to actually subscribe to be part of just the flip scripts coaching. But at this time, we're just looking to connect with new people, provide value, and really help you guys you know, do better with what we think is a really uncultivated source, which is online uh, opportunities amongst many others. So we wish all you a fantastic couple of weeks, and you will need a new code for the call two weeks from now. So our admin will be sending out a new call number and call code to access this, so please do watch for that. Um, and again, if you do not receive it, info at kathleenspeaks.com will ensure that you do get all that information. So thank you again. Have a fantastic couple of weeks, and we will connect with you soon.